It's Tuesday, isn't it? Hear me out, Jesus. I know this is weird. But, you know, we're always joking about the Clintons, right? So, <laughs> of course, we have to cover. We have to just start covering it because it's important for people to hear. You guys might think it's a conspiracy theory. Some might think it's real. doesn't matter, but we're going to tell you about it. So, if you listen to our Paul... She's a witch! No, I'm just kidding. That's what he thinks. So, if you listened to our Paul Walker episode, you would have heard all the stuff about why they think the Clintons were involved in his death, right? Basically, I'll sum it up quickly, is that when he was working with them in Haiti, when they were doing all the stuff for the Clinton Foundation and doing, like, you know, rebuilding houses, giving food, all that stuff, he was out there helping, and he caught them doing something shady. It was said that he caught them doing like uh, putting birth control and stuff in like the women's food and and doing just crazy stuff, right? Drugging them, trafficking them, doing all this thing. So then he was going to actually like go on record and testify against it or with this information, testify against them. And then he ends up in a mysterious car accident and dies, right? Uh, Guess who Classic Clinton tactic. Yeah, yeah, classic. So then, flash forward 2021, the leader. Haiti's president gets assassinated, which you might think that's not that sus, right? Because he's a president. Any president can get assassinated. It's happened before. But hear me out. There was a video that started circulating after this assassination of this guy. And in the video, there's a person who's speaking English and can be heard like claiming that they're like US DEA. But of course, you know, the, the state departments and stuff the the news everyone's like oh false fake news fake news you know that's that's how it is but there's really no there's no information about the assailants so then of course it got added to like the long list of shit with the clintons and like murdering people but could it be true you know i I have something on that something to do with it like like a conspiracy you could say but it was during the whole covid thing right when he got assassinated yeah it was in 2021 i think it was because, or not because, but I heard it was because, I heard, like I said, it, I, I heard, I read a bunch of things. That because he he was like, the it was like the only place that didn't shut down during the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to set an example, like, no, we all got to shut down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that could be possible. <laughs> what if he found out something like Paul Walker did? Yeah, what if he's like, what if COVID he stuff ain't that bad. Like, you know, some people going to die. A lot of you aren't. Or what if he found out? something so okay hear me out yeah this is another one so there was like a ton of posts from some unverified accounts online so some of them had thousands of followers and some of them didn't have many but on a video platform on there which is popular for a lot of conspiracy theories there was a video that like predated this assassination that alleged that the clintons were engaging in human trafficking stuff via haiti and it was re-uploaded the day of the assassination and viewed at least 9,300 times that day. So I don't know where the link is now. But then it was also like pinned to one of the top message boards called The Great Awakening, which is like a QAnon type of thing. Where So there was that. But that's sus as hell, dude. All of it. Like it, it all just like comes together. And then the more you read about it and the more you read on different things, it like ends up just like all meshing into one 
and it's so suspicious that it makes no sense. It's one of those things where you see like because the trail of bodies, <coughs> the trail of bodies right. that they're leaving behind is it's it's like they're all dying in a similar manner. Yeah, very weird. Then it brings you to question when when the whole earthquake happened. This was what way back in 2010, right? They the Clinton Foundation raised a ton of money to build this new hospital there, and they raised like 83 million dollars or something, right? And it was like taxpayer money was all kinds of stuff so that they could rebuild like a brand new hospital with like top of the line stuff for the people there. Because right now, if you look at pictures online, like they really don't have a good healthcare system, you know, and stuff. So it's like what you see when we were looking up all the Hurricane Katrina stuff on that episode, where it was just like beds and rooms and not much stuff. Like that's what they're kind of dealing with. So this hospital was supposed to be built within three years. It is still not open today. (laughs) It has not been finished yet. So you're, telling is, me, you're telling me they took all that money and just la- laundered it, basically? They did something with it. Well, because they're saying, oh, well, it's not the it's not the Clintons' fault. You know, it was a weird investment and, like, you know, COVID ruined things. And it's like, okay, but that was 10 years before COVID. So, like, like, you know, there's all these things that just don't add up and don't make sense. And when I was reading on the website for the hospital, they said they, like, planned to have it open in 2023. Okay, it's... We only got a few days left of 2023. So when is it going to be open? Right. Uh, on the 29th at uh, 11.30. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> at 11.59. Right. At 11.59 p.m. And then when you so, get there, you're going to have to go come next year. It's like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. It, it is all just very weird. All of it. So then that brings you into more stuff. Like, there are so many conspiracies and stuff with death, like you said. And all the bodies are being left, like, the same way. Dude, I'll, I'll, I got you on something, and it's and it's straight from it's straight it's straight from when when Bill first first became the governor, okay. like in the 1980s. Basically, you know, Bill Bill there isn't there isn't like it, it, I guess if you check under Hillary's name there is like a waking body, but if you if you check under under Bill Clinton's name, you just checked a bunch of uh, sexual allegations against women. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it is. Like he just has like a lot of sex stuff going on. Yeah, his first case come literally comes a year after being a governor in the 1980s. A lady uh, just comes out saying that basically she was she was with him for like a couple months, and you know, but the first time they were together, he sexually assaulted her. Is what he's saying. Okay. But uh, he he's like it's he say she say, you know. Yeah. But obviously nothing nothing came from it, right? She was like, they, they just uh, swooped it under the rug. No one cared about it. So then I'm going to actually take you, I, I forgot about this one, a year before that, in 1979, before he became the governor, actually, he another case came up basically saying that he had another, or another girlfriend and that she was pregnant, and she was six months along, and then... Uh, they found her in the park, like not that far from her house, with a shot on her head. No. Boop dead. Boop dead, dude. Yeah. So just like that. Hey. Like, so so w- one That's was two shot. Two back to One was shot, and then one the sexual allegation. Damn. So so it, well, so it that... was like it was like whoa, there it starts. Well, and then you saying shot in the head and just left there. That brings up the next case, which was actually a very famous case, which we was the Vince Foster death, right? So on July 20th, 1993, 
Vince Foster died unexpectedly. He was the deputy counsel for the White House, right? So he actually was from Arkansas. He worked at a law firm there. He was a lawyer there. And he grew up near, I think, like across the street or something from Bill Clinton. Or they lived across the street at, at this point. He actually ended up giving Hillary Clinton a job at that this law firm. So that's how they met. When Bill Clinton became president, he convinced Vincent Foster to come and be like deputy counsel at the White House, right? Yeah. And things just did not go well for him. He just got drug into like a ton of stuff. He said, I don't like this. I don't like being like the center of attention. Things were just going bad, right? So then all of a sudden, his body is just found in a park. He was been shot in the head or he shot himself in the head, allegedly. And he had the gun in his hand. And it's just like in the park, just laying there dead. His blood was drained as well. There's Isn't no, that insane? There's no, uh, how do I say? And then the, the fingerprints on the gun weren't even, like, they, were, they weren't even his. So then that goes to say, so the police ruled it as a suicide almost like immediately, right? So, so this is where the conspiracy comes in is, okay, what did he do wrong, you know, to, to have the, the Clintons kill him? But he was on the hit list. Yeah, he was on the hit list, dude, for real. But he he did all kinds of stuff. So he was actually implicated by all this whitewater scandal, which I'll tell you about right after this, because the whitewater scandal just really makes things even more suspicious. So he, like I said, he was just like the deputy counsel. So he was the lawyer for the White House, but he wasn't their main lawyer. He kind of worked under him because he was less experienced and whatnot. Yeah. But when they found him, like I said, he was just laying in the park. He had a gun. The police, there's there's things that police have to do. So when you find someone who's committed suicide, you don't just walk in and be like, oh, it was suicide. You have to first think homicide, murder, and then you have to rule that out before you can rule it a suicide, right? That's just what you're supposed to do in the police world. The police just skipped that step. Clearly, police procedure wasn't even followed when they first found the body. But then, hear this out. Right, they were all so, touching him without gloves and stuff. <laughs> right, they were doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, and they didn't even follow, like, the procedure for, like, ruling it a homicide first. You know, they just immediately were like, oh, he did it to himself. And they just, like, pushed that. So then one of the key clues in this case is that he did leave a suicide note, supposedly. So <laughs> the message wasn't signed when it was found, and it had been ripped into 28 pieces. So they actually found it in his... um briefcase sorry so i have i i have what the note said and i quote i made mistakes from ignorance inexperience and overwork i did not knowingly violate any law or standard of conduct no one in the white house to my knowledge violated any law or standard of conduct i was not meant for the job or the spotlight of public life in washington here ruining people is considered a sport right so the notes found in his briefcase 4 days after his death Four days after. Weirdly enough, though, the White House counsel, Bernard Nussbaum, who is the guy that he was working under, you know, that's like the main counsel for the White House, had yeah. searched his briefcase before and the note was not in there. Mm. Which then brings the, you know, documents authenticity into question because like, what the fuck? That wasn't in there before. Now a note ripped in 28 pieces is in there and he already had checked and it wasn't there. Uh, Thus, right? Makes you think who... who who be doing this stuff yeah exactly who's doing it so then 
October 25th, 1995. This is two years after Foster's death, right? A team of handwriting experts is called in to examine the letter. And all of them concluded that it was forged and not, and it wasn't his handwriting. Damn. So basically it's like, uh, did he even write the suicide note or was this another one of the Clinton's ways of some elaborate cover up for another murder that's done the same way as everyone else's murders that they've done? Like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> it makes it real sus, though. Okay, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, there were, it was a personal friend and then, all, and then all of a sudden he just appeared dead. Yeah. I want you to know, Miranda, you're on, my, you're on my hit list now. No. I'm on the hit list. Well, dude, and the other thing is that this guy, right, he had talked to his sister and told his sister all kinds of stuff that, like, he was depressed. So he did actually, right before the suicide, end up getting, like, um, depression medication from a doctor. But he was concerned that if he went to a psychiatrist like he wanted to, that he would lose, you know, his clearance. Because when you're working for the president and stuff, like, you have to be completely, like, stable. You, yeah, you have to be sane <laughs> and stable. You can't be like on ADHD thoughts. You can't you can't be, yeah, have having trouble with your mental health because then what well, what if you just snap and do something horrible in the White House, you know? So what he, if he in was the like, moment, dude, you're you're there with the president, right? Let's say I'm I'm his I'm his like secondhand security, I'm like right there, right? And what if my what if my instincts in that moment, like when I heard the gunshot told me to duck the other way with the president instead of this way? Yeah. And this way we both got shot. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, ah, that could happen. I, I like, messed, I messed up. Like, yeah. And that's why they make you be like completely ready. Like, if you're going to be working in the White House, especially Secret Service, like, you have to just be like ready to die at any time. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but that's the truth, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, how do I say you're disposable? Like, like literally, you're disposable. But yeah. you have to be. You have to be, uh, I, I guess, reliably disposable. <laughs> yeah. You're working for the president at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously when I mentioned at the beginning of that story, the whitewater scandal, right? This is where like things even take more turn. And this doesn't even involve Vince Foster anymore. This just takes a whole other turn at this point. So the whitewater scandal was this scandal <laughs> that happened with the Clintons and some other people. And I can't remember if he was already governor. I think he was because he was elected governor. Yeah, he served in for like five terms, bro. Yeah, he, he was elected the governor in Arkansas in 1978. Um, and that's when Hillary was an associate at a law firm, right? At the yeah. law firm with What's-His-Face. And so all of this shit happens. He ends up with these people, James and Susan McDougal. McDougal, I'm pretty sure is how you say it. They join in on this, like, real estate venture is basically their idea. So they are like, let's buy this Two, I think it was like 200 acres or 250 acres or something of land and built some vacation homes on them and sell them up in the Ozark, right? Damn. The idea. <laughs> so in their minds, they would create all these individual lots, uh, attracting tons of people who wanted to go fishing and do all this outdoor activity up there and blah, blah, blah. And they were going to get rich was their idea. So they didn't have the money for it. So this is where things get sus, right? That means, like, if you don't have the money for it, then what are you going to, like, this is a stupid idea in the first place. Well, anyways, they end up getting a loan with these people, James and Susan, right? Yeah. And it ends up being a sketchy loan. So 
the, you mean the by, way you mean it was said, sketchy, bro? Okay, so the way it was, it was they went through like this investment company uh, called Madison something, Madison something. So we'll just call them Madison. It was like a big investment company, right? And so they get this loan from them. And it's said that Bill Clinton like pressured the dude to like give him the loan, even though they couldn't get it. And that it was like a federally backed loan. So it was like a government insured loan, right? So the government actually ended up taking like a freaking huge loss because of the money that they spent. Anyways, so here's where it gets sus, right? So they start doing this big investigation into them. Uh, it, it was an illegal $300,000 loan at, to start is what I was reading about, right? So Donald Trump, a small loan, <laughs> a small loan, ten million dollars. <laughs> so the the investigator, this guy, um, was named Kenneth Starr, and this is the guy who starts like looking into a lot of stuff, right? And there was this businessman named David Hale. So it said that like th those were two like the main witnesses in the whole trial, but. Basically, what they said was that Bill Clinton put all this pressure on this dude to give him this illegal loan. And so they're like basically committing fraud and conspiracy charges and all this stuff. Right. So they start going to court. Get this. James McDougal, Susan McDougal, and then um, the Arkansas governor at the time, which was Jim Tucker, Jim Tucker. I couldn't remember his last name. Sorry. They all end up getting charged with what? like crimes yeah so they all end up getting charged the clintons clean they they get charged with nothing at all <laughs> so jim tucker was literally convicted of one count of conspiracy and one count of mail fraud throughout all of the stuff so that ruined his, his career like he obviously lost his career as governor at the time right yeah, but then get this right so through my research i find out you know i'm like oh well i wonder how much time susan spent in prison I should go check. Well, get get this. When Bill Clinton was president, he pardoned her. So he, she had a charge for mail fraud, aiding and abetting in misapplication of small business investment corporation funds, aiding and abetting in making false entries, and aiding and abetting in making false statements. And he just pardoned her of everything. But he did not pardon Jim McDougal. And you want to know why? Why? A couple months before he gets out of prison, has a heart attack and dies in there. Damn, you know why? He was banging his wife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. But don't you think that's suspicious that he all of a sudden dies in prison too? Yeah. Oh my God. Another, mm -hmm. another classic uh, Clinton act. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, you know I said how I said banging his wife? Yeah. So basically... Basically, this guy, when he when he was a governor, it started off. He had these two security guards, his two main security. He, they they basically came out and said that that they basically brought the girls to him, so they would go to like bars, they would go to clubs, and be like, yo, yo you know, Mr. Clinton, he want to meet you. He saw pictures of you mm. or something, right? Yeah. It was all just lies, of course. Well, I mean, it wasn't lies because they were <laughs> they were obviously going to Bill Clinton, right? Yeah. And they would bring the girls to them, to to him. And if let's say if if, if Hillary Clinton was there, they would uh, they'd be in charge of you know keeping her busy. 
or, or just lying to her straight up just being like hey you know he left he had to leave out of town for a business meeting while he was just wow. having sex parties in his office damn <laughs> dude and this didn't stop from him being a governor it followed him all the way up to being a president one more thing that i just remembered uh when you said it followed him up to being a president that the whole loan that i was telling you about because yes. it because the madison loan ended up failing remember i told you like taxpayers had to pay like it was taxpayer money because they had that loan backed by like he the had United to pay government. <laughs> yeah we tax it was responsible to the taxpayers because of what they did and guess how much money it was how much dude? 73 million dollars you tell, tell steven that he had to pay that much <laughs> right we had to pay that much in taxes dude taxes because so, of the clintons and then he, he'd have a heart attack because he was working harder around those times <laughs> i'm like reading i found a new page on it that was actually like on the the government website that says exactly how much like the clintons uh, contributed from their own funds how much the mcdougall's did it says everything and like there I'll, I'll go ahead and post this on our link tree <laughs> i said it right this time that way you guys can read it and like read more about the whitewater scandal because it is really crazy and they get away with everything which makes no sense to me dog none at all while this whole invest investigation sorry i don't know why i couldn't speak was going on then it eventually led them to finding out about monica lewinsky Before you hit this, because okay. we just we just said something about Bill Clinton. Okay. Let me hit you with something, something that, that's gonna trip about you Hillary? out okay. about, about both of them. Not trip you out. You, you'll be like, hmm, hmm. So basically, the five terms that he ran for, or that he was a governor in Arkansas. Yeah. Is that how you say? Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas. <laughs> Okay. When he was a president, they started look looking look into his past, you know, of course, like yeah. how they do it. And they found a bunch of sketchy stuff. One uh one was that basically their airport and the and Nicaraguan airport were basically going to the same harbor. So they were meeting in the same uh, like in a middle way. And they're showing that there was a lot of excessive trips or, or during those times there was a lot more how do I say <laughs> basically they, they found cocaine coming in and guns coming out. Oh shit. So uh we were getting cocaine from the Nicaraguans and they were they were in, in return they were getting guns. So they were importing cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, exporting shit, and exporting Gun. guns like crazy. God dang. <laughs> And you know who was in charge of all that at the time? Who? Hillary. Hillary? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so what ended like did they get caught? No, they they said or it did... was like it was, it was like just because they shared shared the same harbor doesn't mean it was them. That's what they yeah. said. I it was. Yeah. Yeah. No way, like <laughs> how does this even make sense? Do they just pay people off or are they like just the most dangerous people to ever exist? I don't know. It might be like like the Kevin Spacey thing we we talked about, where they just they just have enough power to get away with it. Yeah, that is true. Let's say the Whitewater stuff started in 1992, right? Yeah. Vince Foster dies in 1993. Yes. And then all of the freaking investigation goes right. So then 
here's where shit gets crazy. So Linda Tripp is like, her name. You're going to blow a load. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> For real though. So Linda Tripp, she was a like civil servant that was at the White House, but she got moved over to the Pentagon. She and Monica Lewinsky were homies. So she ends up taping conversation, like some conversations that she had with Monica Lewinsky. Um, in her tapes, you know, she like was giving detailed information about, let's just call it a, her affair with Bill Clinton. Yeah, and then, all the spicy stuff. Yeah, so that was like in the fall. In October, <laughs> in October of that same year, Linda is like, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to blow this right up. I'm going to go play this tape for a reporter and see what we can do. So she goes and plays this recording, right, to some reporter. And then it obviously blows up because it's like, oh, shit, like Bill Clinton is having an affair with this lady. So then in December, which is two months later, Monica Lewinsky gets subpoenaed. And a couple days later, she ends up like actually going to the White House to discuss things privately with the president. Mm -hmm. You know what that mm -hmm. means. Then she ends up in January filing like an affidavit denying any affair that she had with Bill. So then Linda Tripp contacts Kenneth Starr, whom we talked about earlier, right? And they start talking about all the Lewinsky tapes. <laughs> the Lewinsky tapes is so funny, too. <laughs> Which, like, obviously had the details of the affair. And, um, then it also indicated, too, that Bill Clinton and one of his friends, Vernon Jordan, actually helped, like, find a new job for Monica Lewinsky in New York after she was, like, leaving Washington, right? So then a couple days later... Yeah, bro, they were like, you were so good, I, I, I couldn't let fire you. I'm just right? So then he has to go, like, do other stuff, right? And then a couple days later, it gets more intense. So Linda, this lady, goes to meet Monica Lewinsky at her hotel. She gets... They, they get permission from some judges to go ahead and, like, get farther into this investigation. So, Linda, honestly, obviously, like, she wears a wire when she goes to meet Lewinsky at the hotel. And then FBI agents ended up, like, coming in there and questioning Lewinsky and all this stuff, right? The next day, Bill Clinton gives a sworn deposition <clears throat> saying... I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You know that thing. So he goes and he says that. Yeah. So he literally goes and he he gives like a he pinky promised basically that he didn't do it. So this wasn't the day that he said that I did not have sexual relations. That happened a few days later. But he does go give the de deposition saying he he didn't do anything with Monica, right? I don't know what's funnier, bro. Him saying that or Hillary Clinton trying to believe him. Like I. Uh, <laughs> she knew she had to have known right i don't know bro what, what if i told you that security the security was on point yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you're right security was on point dude so she might not have even had a clue until so until then, all this shit came out how, how how much ass beatings he must have gotten at home just like <laughs> well i bet you the only reason they even stayed together is just for the career benefit of it I'm sure they don't even like each other, dude. Anyways, so oh, yeah. January 19th, this is two days after Bill Pinky promises that he didn't. 
Um, this is the first day. This is January 19th, 1998. This is the first day that Monica Lewinsky's name actually surfaced publicly for the first time. So you know shit's about to blow up, right? Because now they know who it is. So then on the 26th of January, Bill Clinton addresses the nation, still denying the affair, dude. And this, <laughs> this is when he did the, the, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's when he did it. So then we, we flash forward, dude, to July 28th of that year. This is where Monica Lewinsky spices things up even though she already wrote a paper saying that she swears she didn't do anything. She turns in the blue semen stained dress with, <laughs> with, uh, you know, <laughs> Bill's stuff. And, uh, that's when the investigation kind of gets real cray cray. So then August 17th, Bill Clinton goes ahead and like testifies before the grand jury, right? He goes on live TV admitting that he had an inappropriate relationship with Lewinsky, but then he said, I never asked anyone to lie, hide, or destroy evidence, or to take any unlawful action for me. And it's like, but you did. Your security guards, dude, who were freaking watching you get banged. Like, are you banged of people? I don't know. Yeah, we just literally. talked about it. Yeah, literally just, and then they came out and talked about it too. <laughs> but you know, they, they came out and talked about all this stuff like way after all this, all this had happened, you know? So they got fired no, just, <laughs> for real so yeah this is where it's coming in now too you, you know how they got fired miranda I'm just, just pointing out hillary was like so you guys were lying to me this whole time and they're like uh, <laughs> you guys and are then, fired and you guys are fired dude so then september 9th the star report was given to congress which eventually this is what leads to bill clinton's impeachment on two counts of perjury and obstruction of justice right so then november 1998 um, Bill Clinton ended up settling with Paula Jones, who was originally, so back in January of 1994, Paula Jones came forward with a harassment claim against Bill Clinton. So, and it was only two days before the expiration of the statute of limitations, dude. What? And then she, yeah, it was only two days before that statute of limitations was going to be up. So she comes forward, files a sexual harassment lawsuit. Sorry, I don't know why I forgot to even mention this. And then she ends up winning that, um, or I guess winning because he ended up settling with her and he ended up having to give her $850,000. He didn't give her an apology or admit to guilt in exchange for her agreement to just drop the thing. He just settled with her instead. He gave her and two he, quarts of a mill, dude? Yeah, he gave her a lot of money, dude. And then... Oh December of 1998. So it's just, you know, a couple months in, he finally got impeached. So then he was just done. Like in December, he's just done. He's not the president anymore. Well, February 12th, 1999, Bill Clinton got acquitted by the Senate. So his five week impeachment trial ended in February of 99, and the Senate acquitted him on the two counts. So neither he or Killer, Killery, sorry, or Hillary. <laughs> wherever charge uh or wherever really jesus christ i cannot speak wherever criminally like accused for their role in the whitewater stuff ever um three separate inquiries found insufficient evidence to tie the clintons to the criminal conduct involved in any of those trans transactions is what it says so they literally just got away with everything 
<laughs> it just is crazy to me that they're like, oh, no, that's enough. They're like, can so. we uh, can we be excused of all these charges? And the judge is like, you guys, you guys make a lot of sense. All right. And then judge yeah. quit it. Damn, dude. You know what, dude? We might, we might die. Random. We we might, dude. We probably shouldn't have done this. Oh, fuck it, dude. We're already here. The person I'm going to talk about now, his name is Seth Rich. He was the person that apparently leaked Hillary's emails. You know, those, 50, those oh, 30,000 emails or 50,000 yeah. emails. Around the time, there was a big old thing that Hillary came up with that the Russians leaked all her emails. Right? Yeah. That they were, you know, it was, it was Trump. They hired Trump to become president, and then they leaked all these emails. Well, this guy, Seth Rich, the conspiracy theory is that he leaked everything. But when they started investigating him, they found out that he was like just a normal office worker. He didn't have the the capability to hack into people's emails, this and then that. Right? That's yeah. what they're saying. Like he didn't have the capability. But he came across, he was a, how do I say it? He, he was just worked for the Democratic Party. He was just a person that they gave information to. He had information. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he saw he saw these emails, you know, he's like, he didn't like what he saw. And he's like, fuck it. Right? And then he yeah. leaked them on WikiLeaks. The thing is, this guy, you know, can you guess if he's alive or dead, Miranda? He's dead. He's dead, yes. Yeah. Can you, can you guess how? <laughs> uh, let me guess. He got shot. He got shot. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, or is either he got shot or he went to prison and got killed in prison. Those are the the two ways, dude. And this guy, same thing as the other guy. He was like a couple miles from his home. <laughs> That's insane to me, dude. I just where and, did he? And this, for this whole this whole situation, like just for that, they say that that's the reason Hillary lost. Yeah. Because. That just this that destroyed her credibility with the people, this this and that. And they're saying she was just saying that, you know, just because her credibility was lost that that, you know, that you could still believe her. But here's the thing. Here's another thing. Like let me let me bring in someone else. Around the time, you know, she was already losing the presidency against Trump. And the only person that had anything against Trump, like like I had to say, like was competition was Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And the thing is, Bernie Sanders had a, had a different campaign to how, how Hillary had, you know. Hillary and Bill Clinton have been in the, basically in the, in the was it judicial system? What is that called? The, whether, whether, whatever they are. Okay, they've just been in politics or whatever. They've been in politics for four decades. Yeah. And you know how I keep, I keep referring a hit list, right? They do actually have a hit list of people, like basically everyone they've associated with. Yeah, and they have them by numbers to see who's useful, who's not useful, who's done them wrong, who who they can work with, who they can yeah. work against. And apparently, you know, they were saying Bernie Sanders was on that hit list. Oh shit! But because they were both running for the same Democratic Party and he was winning, they had to do a switch of room. You know, yeah. Hillary, she might have not had the people, but she had all these rich people going with her. She she basically bribed a lot of people like, hey, you know, if you if you uh, endorse me, I'll you know, I'll, you get to work with me, you know, most yeah. famous person in the world, like the person with a lot of power. 
So basically, what I'm what I'm trying to come across is is that she was gonna lose either way. Yeah. She she wasn't even beating Bernie at the time. Not beating anybody. Yeah, not beating anybody. But they were saying they they were trying to blame these WikiLeaks on the these emails that that was the reason. But it's like, nah, dude, you were losing to to another person in your same party, so don't even come to me with those excuses. The the thing is is uh you know how how. See, see, you look, we talk about all this stuff, and there's a million people, like, on YouTube, like, even the audience or Twitter or whatever, you know, all that stuff, yeah. that they'll find, you know, like, oh, they already disproved all this stuff, they already did this, and here's something that, that I feel like, you know, you gotta, you gotta understand, now that, that times have changed, is, you know, you can't, you can't believe the, t- the TV. Yeah. You can't, 100%, even us, we can't even believe a lot of the stuff that we've read on the internet, right? But it's more like it's more like you gotta do your research and then you start noticing, okay, so so fifty people said the same thing and this one person said that they were evil, but these people these are fifty people said that it was good and then you're like, Okay, you make your conclusion from there. Yeah. Right? And I feel like that that's what people are missing now. People don't don't they don't realize that the T V isn't always true. Or what whatever they're reading isn't always true. Well, and then you mentioned Pizzagate. And then that just brings up all the crazy children stuff again. Like the what? What do we even call it? It's human trafficking. Yeah, it was the. Uh, yeah, and like it was during ring. that time. It was during that time where where that one website was. Remember, it was putting it was putting like cabinets for sale for like ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, and it had the description of. To say that this this has like brown eyes or it's brown brown wood, it's a short short and like descriptions like that basically describing a kid. And it was like a website yeah. selling. Yeah, it was like selling selling for a while until and even it comes. I'm pretty sure it comes up on these emails. That's Dude, like no how they got caught. <laughs> she's uh, I think she's like an evil person. And you know, someone said earlier they said uh, it was when I was talking about what we were going to record, you know, and we were going to try and talk about the Clintons. They said, when you look up Bill, just like what you said, when you look up Bill himself, most of his stuff is like sexual stuff, you know, and allegations with that kind of thing. And then like cheating on his wife and whatnot. When you think of Hillary, she wants the world to burn. You know, like that's, what's her goal? She wants it to burn out her hand. Like literally, like she does, she's the the puppet master here. Yeah. Like, she's the one who does all the evil stuff. She's the one who does all the bad stuff. It's always her involvement. I mean, Bill does too, obviously, but I feel like she's really the one behind it all. Oh, for sure. Is I, I feel like all the, you know, all the hits, all the assassinations. Yeah. You know, it's more than... It, it recorded people that have died mysteriously after they've, like, talked to or, like, been with the, hit, uh, the Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Uh it only recorded is like is like eighty, right? But yeah. the ones that have been you know how we said the classic tactics? Like shot in the head, run mm-hmm. over, or just disappeared. Fifty of them have all died like the similar way. Well and then you have people like Jeffrey Epstein. He had you know, ties with them because of the people who went to Epstein Island and Bill Clinton is on the list, Hillary Clinton is on the list. And that stuff gets leaked and comes out, and then he's all of a sudden dead in prison. And like he also committed suicide. 
I know. And then someone else that was on that list too is named John McKeith or McKeith. I can't. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. But he he himself he tweeted after a couple days after Jeffrey Epstein had died. Yeah. He said if I while he said if I hang myself uh, a la Epstein, it won't be my fault. So basically saying that that if he if he wakes up if he wakes up hung in the in the morning <laughs> if, he, if he wakes up dead dead in the morning it wasn't him <laughs> and even even that same day that guy he got a tattoo uh saying that oh and basically saying like if you see my this tattoo just know what happened and his tattoo said whacked so basically Dang. saying they killed him. And it was such a coincidence that that same, you know, Jeffrey Epstein died, and he tweeted this a couple of days after. And and it was such a coincidence that that day that he died, there was no, the, all his cellmates were gone for several hours. No one, all all this, all the all the usual, how do I say, it? like the usual cops that are there weren't there, and then you know, all of a sudden just dead. Yeah, dude, so that's like, wild. Like you can't even. You know, a video I sent you, you can't even joke about that stuff. You can't. You can't. Like, that's why it's dangerous to us even doing this. And we're just some, like, I mean, all this stuff is online and people can go and read it themselves. We're not, like, making shit up <laughs> and we don't know them. This is stuff that everyone knows that already. But it's still. Yeah, we're not leaking scary. information that, that's not, how do I say, that's yeah, not, we're not already out there. Information that's not out there. That's the thing. You can find all of this just on a basic internet search. Yeah, we don't have a so, high, we don't have a high tech computer that that like uh, has a VPN that can't track can't be tracked and shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> and then I have um on the link tree, guys. I'm also gonna post the page where you can go to see like the office of the pardon attorney with the U.S. Department of Justice, and you can go on there and you can click on the presidents that are listed, and you can see like who they gave pardons to. And what they were, what crimes they were pardoned for. So it starts with Richard Nixon, then Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George H. W. Bush, um, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, and now Biden's on there. These people, these people just—I feel like if they don't have it their way, they just murder whoever's in their way. Yep, they do. They really do. But you can see all the pardons, and my—I thought the craziest pardon for me was when i saw that susan mcdougall was pardoned when he became president dude that literally not the husband that literally blew my mind yeah i just i couldn't freaking believe it when i was reading and then i i was looking on his pardon list and it was extremely long like he has so many like hundreds and then i just yeah (laughs) you know and so then i was like well let me let me see and so then i searched her name well, I searched their last name, and she was on the list, and I was like, I did not think there was going to be even a fucking chance of it. But there was. They're, they're criminals, dude, for sure. Criminals for sure. 100%. But, like, but they, set yourself up in, in their shoes, bro. We always, we always try to look at two ends. They just okay. Say, they just say, look at yourself at, at, in Bill's position. Your wife's a crazy maniac. She ain't giving you no love. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that doesn't mean they should murder everyone. Your wife tells you, you know, state governor for five years. And in five years, you're going to become president. And then, let's say those five years pass, you become president. You have all this money. You're like down on top of the world. But, you know, you have to get your hands dirty in the way. Could you still do it? 
No. No. I think I think like getting your hands dirty and what all the conspiracy theories say about them, that's way more than just getting your hands a little dirty, you know? That's <laughs> like literally committing the worst crimes that you can commit and then just somehow paying people off and getting away with it or just when you're not going to get away with it you just keep killing so that you can until there's no witnesses left like that's basically it's like a movie but that's what all the conspiracy theories are saying you know well there used to be it's like in court there used to be witnesses there used to be a jury it's like now all that's left is everyone the done. judge the judge and the p and the two defendants not even the lawyers yeah, literally, like, that would be it. Yeah, no, it's crazy, dude. I think all of it, like, do you believe in the conspiracy theories? Or, I mean, it's hard not to when it, like, gets pushed at you so much, you know? See, I, I heard something, I don't know if it was Joe Rogan or something else. But, it, like, he's like, when you when you start investigating for yourself, you know, you start getting your own information. Like, oh, like you want to believe the conspiracy theories so bad. But there's so much, there's so much bad ones that muddy up the water. And that's the problem. Like, you don't know. Sometimes you're reading them and you're like, damn, this makes a lot of sense. And then you read out a lot to someone else and they're like, bro, you're crazy, right? Yeah. Like, why and then you do a double take and you're like, you know, yeah, you're right, right? Why, why would the 5G signal do that shit? Yeah. Right. Mm. I don't know. Like, that, that is true. You know, when you're reading it sometimes, like, especially if it's something you really believe. Like, when I tell the Paul Walker thing, even on the podcast, I'm like, dude, this this sounds fucking nuts. Like, I clearly wanna, know that. You, you believe it, bro. You believe like I do. So I want to believe it so bad. Like I don't know why I want to believe that something different happened to him and that it like wasn't any of their faults. Like I want to believe it, but then it makes sense because I mean, I guess it could just be a single person making up lies and then like posting them online and they just like go all over the place, you know. But think about it. All the conspiracies that are from like the '80s and '90s and stuff. There wasn't computers like this. We didn't have TikTok. We didn't have Twitter. We didn't have all this stuff to go and like spread conspiracies. Like it was literally just facts. But look, dude, like what you said, those conspiracies, most of them turned out to be true. Exactly. And then there was another guy um, named Ron Brown that ended up also dying when all this stuff was going on, right? You can look some stuff up about him. He was the Commerce Secretary. He died in a random plane crash, right? Theorists like us, you know, they allege that, like, when they got x-rays of Brown's body, because it was a plane crash, they, they said that there was, like, bullet fragments in the x-ray in his skull. Of course. But, of course. Of course right? <laughs> so, it's always the bullets. And what about, it's like, what about the president of Haiti? Bullet in the head, of course. <laughs> bullet, of course, dude. Okay, and so, then he got, and then a car crash into him. All right, and, and then, then a car he disappeared. Crash into what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, if I had to murder a couple of people to become president, <laughs> they were already president. And they're still murdering, right? <laughs> Yeehaw, brother. <laughs>